0: Yeah, I'm just going to, I'm going to replace my volunteer name tag Yeah, from saying Casey to saying Double D. (laughs) Oh my gosh.
1: (laughs) She's in love with him and she's settling for friends with benefits while he Mm -hmm. lives with another woman. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. <laughs> that
0: was a good sigh. <laughs> so we have a super special episode, another all female episode with Bethany Perkins. Hi. Who has not I have never recorded an episode with you. I know. And you haven't been on in a really long time. This is true. And it's another night recording, mm-hmm. so uh, what are you drinking?
1: I'm drinking white wine.
0: Oh, fancy. It's
1: my drink of choice. It was like $6 at Trader Joe's. Oh, yeah. So I
0: love the cheap white wine also. Mm-hmm. I'm drinking Aldi brand Vista Bay, which is like um, white cloth. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Hard seltzer. Okay, so as the listeners know, when Matthew and I record, we try to throw each other off with an opener, and a couple times ago, like, I sent him a tweet to read, and I have something to send you on Instagram. Oh. So, do you, are you able to, are you where you can get into Instagram?
1: Yeah, I'll just use my phone.
0: Okay. So, here it comes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh. Casey has. (gasps) (laughs) Have you seen this? this? No. (laughs) (laughs) What? What? Can you describe what you see? Okay.
1: So, it really, as you heard, caught me off guard because this is a naked man.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but. But you don't see his privates. You
1: don't see his privates. It's a yeah. side view.
0: Yeah, so he,
1: he's doing, like, a happy baby pose,
0: almost, like that that's, yoga pose. Yes, yeah, that's definitely what that
1: is. Yeah, yeah, where he's on his back, and he's just, like, holding his ankles. mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: and why is he doing this? Well, I haven't read the full caption, but it says, <laughs> this is an account called Certified Health. Nut, if anyone
0: wants to look this up on their own. Certified health nut.
1: Yeah, and it says, butthole sunning. (laughs) According to At Raw of Earth, via Johnny Knoxville story, 30 seconds of direct sunlight injection to the (laughs) anal orifice is equivalent to being outside in the sun all day. How sun, is that possible? I don't know. Because it's a part of your body that never sees the sun. So Right, so <laughs> Sun equals nutrition. As long as you have the proper antioxidants and fats. <laughs> if your body is loaded with <laughs> poofas?
0: I don't know. <laughs> what that has to be made up. It has to be.
1: Sunlight can be very damaging to the tissues. Yeah, it can. <laughs> even if
0: your body isn't loaded with poo fuzz. <laughs> I just this came across in what somebody shared this to their stories the other day. What and I know. It is definitely one of the craziest things I've ever seen.
1: Did they share it on their story? Because they were like, ha ha, this
0: is hilarious. Oh yeah, oh yeah. No, I don't follow anybody that would do this, I hope. (laughs) But. Now I'm just like getting lost on
1: this Instagram page.
0: (laughs) There's people out there apparently who think that (laughs) the cure to your health problems is to aim your butt <laughs> at the sun But
1: yeah not just like your butt thankfully,
0: like just like yes, tanning in eagle. the sun it's like your <laughs> your butthole <laughs> thankfully uh you only have to do it for 30 seconds okay, so well, that's good yeah so and just hope know. that
1: nobody walks by because <laughs> he's like in the street
0: yeah, it looks like he is definitely in a very public. It's like, like not driveway. like in a
1: backyard on uh-huh. the grass. It's like yeah, <laughs> in the street.
0: <laughs> yeah. Wow. So. Yeah. Well. Clean clean up your diet and aim your, your butthole towards the sun. Yeah. And you're gonna be cured for, for of something. I don't and know. And then the
1: sun can't even touch you. It it, it can never damage you because, I don't know. Wow.
0: Yeah. There you go.
1: That's really something. So so
0: happy to share this with you and anybody else who needs a pick-me-up for their day. (laughs) (laughs) Certified health nut. I can't share these things with Matthew on Instagram because he doesn't do Instagram. He doesn't
1: have Instagram. You could send him a screenshot.
0: Oh, I definitely will. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He needs to see that.
0: So we have planned female sexy Bible time, lady time advice hour. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Which was your idea, and I love it because, of course, we have amazing advice to give. Also, a lot of the questions we got were not advice <laughs> questions. <laughs> yeah, just, it's just But questions. just random questions. That's okay. So Chip wants to know, well, he says, Perk City has 666 followers. What Hell does yeah. this mean? Please answer.
1: Hell yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, and it's so funny
1: because I, you know, like, followers fluctuate so i'll like
0: get a little bit above
1: that i'll get a little (laughs) bit below that but for the last several weeks like it just keeps coming back to 666 and and it's
0: almost halloween it is almost
1: halloween i mean i don't know all i have to say about it is that it makes you think (laughs) (laughs) it does make you think like you know like if you really think about it it's like
0: why why does it keep coming back to this yeah
1: what does it mean
0: yeah just not all of us can have an ever-increasing number of followers like i know somebody else who's a part of this somebody else
1: (laughs) yeah whatever Listen, I'm on private, so the fact that people even, like, try to follow me, I'm like, you don't even know what you're getting yourself into.
0: (laughs) That is impressive, actually. I know. I don't think, yeah. I don't know if I request very many people who are on private. Uh, Never. (laughs) 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 I, like, I really need to
1: really be impressed by someone to follow them, so... (laughs)
0: And how can they woo you with your tw- with their tweets if you can't even see their tweets?
1: Exactly. So, so it's then just they not have worth to it. woo
0: you with their bio. Yeah. I guess. Oh, that's
1: true. Yeah. I have not followed happening. people just because they have a good bio before.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have followed a lot of people in spite of their horrible bios. <laughs> oh yeah,
1: every husband, father, and pastor.
0: Yes. <laughs> <on> Twitter. <laughs> exactly. Okay, yeah. so, um, I know you listened to the, the last episode where mm-hmm. Matthew told the story about um, not being able to find his shoes, and <sighs> so, uh, Kendra was texting me tonight, and she has a question, why is my husband so paranoid about his stuff, and what- <laughs> <laughs> what can i do to help and work through it so we don't go crazy
1: ah uh, yes
0: <laughs> i
1: believe the enneagram can help
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay i
1: didn't like finish saying that <laughs> but honestly like honest to god my the first thing that went through my mind was enneagram related as the answer to that well, let's question. hear it let's hear it well because i think Matthew's a five, uh huh, <laughs> and like fives are very like hoarding and guarding of resources.
0: Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
1: And so sometimes it can be physical possessions. Sometimes it can be like mental, emotional, energy, time, that kind of thing. Right. So maybe he just I don't know is really possessive of his stuff, and it causes him anxiety. To mm. have lost it, mm. and not know where it is. So, how? So what how, was the second part?
0: How can she? It said, "How can we? How? What can I do to help him work through it so we don't okay. go crazy?"
1: So I what... say you
0: don't work through it. I say you keep <laughs> keep hiding his stuff. Yeah. Trick tricking him into completing random household maintenance projects mm-hmm. at ten thirty at night. That's good. Just. Endure the gloating. You know it's coming. Just endure it. Yeah. And pretend that it bothers you. And then, you know, wait a few more weeks and hide something else. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's really good.
1: I was also going to say just immerse him in an intensive, like, desensitization therapy where just one day you just take (laughs) everything that he owns and (laughs) just hide it from him. Oh my! <laughs> and then be like, I, I don't this actually is, know what this you This is for
0: your good. yeah. This is
1: for your own good. So just work <laughs> through your anger and your anxiety, and then you can have it all back.
0: I would pay so much money to see that. <laughs> <I know. laughs> okay, um, a question from Laura. She said, inspired by Matthew sharing his honeymoon disaster, any dating embarrassing moments or random dating advice, whether for married couples or new relationships, are there any good dating role models in the Bible? I kind of think Mary is out of the running. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. You came to the wrong people for this, I think. I don't, I was trying to think of if I had embarrassing dating, well, I mean, I've only ever been with Danny, so boring, (laughs) but any embarrassing moments, and I'm sure if I thought hard enough, I, most likely it would be related to me not knowing something, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but I was, and that, like, made me embarrassed more than, like, something that, like, an event that happened. Yeah. So, but as far as dating advice...
1: Oh, gosh. uh,
0: I don't think I am qualified to give dating advice to non-married people because I haven't been in that situation in hmm, a while. (laughs) My dating advice for married couples would be to... Uh, keep it simple and plan something that you both like or alternate who gets to choose what you do instead of getting to the night and be like, what do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? I don't know. Where do you want to eat? I don't know. Like take turns. Yeah. And just don't try to be elaborate because usually that just ends up making it stressful. Like if you have to, like if it's going to be something elaborate, then there's so much pressure put onto that then it ends up being annoying more than enjoyable. That's my profound married dating good. wisdom. Good. <laughs> yeah. I don't about, have... I'm not a good person as <laughs> I, What about role models in the Bible oh, for dating? role models.
1: I, I mean, none are coming to mind.
0: <laughs> Let me um, crack open my copy of I Just Kissed Dating. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. Let me, scary. I thought you were going to say, let me crack open my Bible. Um, my no. microphone is sitting on top <laughs> of my Bible right now. So.
0: <laughs> oh, this just got spiritual. It did. Very spiritual. Um, I think that. Um, they didn't
1: date in the Bible.
0: No, they didn't.
1: It's like I, Ruth and I think Boaz. Mostly. <laughs>
0: I mean, based on what we talked about before, I don't know if we should give her, uh, give tips based on what Ruth did. No. She
1: possibly did. Definitely not. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do that. There's my tip. (laughs) Don't do what Ruth did.
0: Yes. Yes. It's really creepy and
1: inappropriate.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Do you want to read Becca's question?
1: Yes. Okay. Let me get to it.
0: Um. <laughs> I love Becca.
1: Me too. Uh. Okay. Who would win in a fist fight, Ruth, Deborah, or Esther? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I feel like this is this easy. This is not an advice question. No. Okay. You answer it. You go. I think Deborah. Yeah, that's who I would say too. Yeah. I mean she it would be between Deborah and Ruth. I think Esther's out like she like took a stand, but she's also like beautiful, living mm-hmm. in a palace. So yeah. how how tough could she have been, you know?
1: Right. It's like beauty doesn't win fist fights.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So read her next question.
1: Okay. I DM'd a guy from church inviting him to hang out after the evening service and get drinks. He left me on red. Is that rude? I literally wasn't asking him out just trying to be friendly.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. And she also went on to specify that she was inviting him to get drinks with her and other people. Friends, yeah. not with uh just one on one. Yeah. But either way,
1: <laughs> I think either way, the fact that he just didn't, he saw it and he didn't respond, it is rude.
0: I i am trying to, like, think through the ways that you could give this guy the benefit of the doubt, and I haven't been able to come up with them. Okay, he read maybe... the
1: message and then his eyes were gouged out <laughs> and his thumbs
0: were cut off. <laughs> He read well. The only thing I could think is that like he's in recovery, he doesn't drink, but he's not ready to share that with people. That's like okay. the only thing I could think. But honestly, how well, hard is it just to be excuse. like, I can't. How hard sorry, is it just to be like, no, sorry, it's not a good night for me.
1: Yeah, I know. Like I'm a firm believer in just always responding anyway, even if it's uh-huh. a no. Right. And now everyone who I've ever ignored on the internet is going to (laughs) be mad at me for
0: saying that. (laughs) They're all listening right now. Yeah, they are.
1: (laughs) They've never given up on me. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, when it's someone that you know, someone you go to church with,
0: and they Uh invited
1: you to do something, it's kind of. Weird to not mm-hmm. respond. So,
0: yes, Becca, I think it, is it was rude. rude. Super rude. Yeah, I think you should give him the cold shoulder, mm-hmm. and, like a side eye in church. Yeah,
1: just just walk up to him and <laughs> tell him that you're gonna pray for him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my! Yes. <laughs> Gonna pray for him. So good.
1: i will be like, "Oh my gosh, what did I do?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Now I think that's it from the DMs, unfortunately. But coming through for us, Matthew sent us each three things.
1: Ah uh, yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll read my first one. Okay, Casey, why do you insist... <laughs> this, this has a story, obviously. Yes. Why do you insist on people calling you double D at church? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this past Sunday, I helped out with kids. And I had been helping with, like, l- toddlers. Like, pre-verbal toddlers. Well, this Sunday, I was in a second grade class. And... I had never been in there before, so I introduced myself, I'm like, hey, God. there's, like, 20 kids in there, or so many kids. Oh, wow. And I was already just, like, wow, people's – other people's kids, you know? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, I get that. So I was, like – Hey guys, uh my name is Miss Casey and I like start to go on and this little boy goes, I'm gonna call you double D. <laughs> oh and my I gosh. Had no idea why he said that. Yeah. But I just ignored it, obviously, and kept talking. And We need to the-
1: pray for that child.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah. I mean oh, goodness it's just okay moving on <laughs> so that's why you insist you're eight everyone calls you that yeah i'm just gonna i'm gonna replace my volunteer name tag yeah from saying casey to saying double d
1: <laughs> oh my gosh that's so <laughs> awkward i would be mortified
0: if a kid I would, said that to me oh well kids are i mean he's too young for it to have meant anything yeah if it was like a fifth grader yeah. That would be one thing. But he was so young. Mm. So I was just like, he's just talking. Yeah. <laughs> <Still>. Anyways. Wow. <laughs> so what's your first question? My
1: first question, which comes from Matthew Pierce again, is what is Enneagram? And I'm so <laughs> glad you asked because I will now spend the next hour explaining what the Enneagram is. <laughs> <laughs> It all started really (laughs) at the beginning of creation, because... (laughs) Yes. Go. Because God created the Enneagram. And um, Adam was, obviously, was a six. I was going to say six. Okay. Really? I'm just pulling stuff out of my butt. So, Um, (laughs) Eve... Was hmm, maybe she was a nine.
0: I was thinking, <laughs> oh my gosh, we are really getting at something sync. here. I yeah. don't want to say it because you're so much more of an expert, <laughs> so I'm just kind of listening, like, oh, okay, yeah, she
1: was just really like easily. Lulled into believing something like uh-huh. she just yeah has trouble just yeah believing in her her own ideas. So she right well you know what
0: happened in the story. So <laughs> <laughs> I do know. Yeah. Um, now let's then... do all the rest of the entire Bible <laughs> okay. characters. So next we have Cain. Yes, Cain was.
1: um, well, he was the bad one. Yeah. So, he, I feel like he was an eight, obviously. He was just really violent and jealous
0: <laughs> and... Sorry, um, eights.
1: Yeah, wanted, wanted all the power and the glory um, because he felt that he deserved it.
0: And mm-hmm. and
1: Abel, Abel just loved the Lord. He just was a two. So. <laughs> Because just, twos are the best. <laughs> twos are the best, and eights are evil.
0: I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love eights. I thought you were going to say Cain was a three. Oh, because that could be God two. wasn't impressed. Yeah. With, oh, you're you're right. With yeah, uh, his offering. I can see
1: that. I can see <laughs> that. <laughs> Matthew listening... thinks that
0: this is the most boring three minutes of the entire show, but. Pretty much every other person who listens to the show knows about the Creek, Right? So. Yeah.
1: Okay. The dog is barking. I don't know if you can hear that.
0: It doesn't matter. I keep drinking okay. from my beverage and I'm going to open okay. another can soon. And, Eddie. Come on. Stop.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted okay. to make sure he didn't keep barking.
0: Alright. So that's what the Enneagram is. (laughs) Here's a funny Enneagram story for you. You know I'm a 5 and we pride ourselves on our just wealth of knowledge about everything. Mm -hmm. And I was at a baby shower on Sunday and they were doing trivia. And it was like one of those things where if the other team gets a question wrong, it can come back to your team. So the other team got the question wrong and I gave the right answer. And people vetoed my answer for a different answer and then we got it wrong because I was right and they were wrong and I was like, come on Those don't idiots. question a five, we Yeah,
1: know. seriously
0: <laughs> I've I read don't. that tidbit of information 12 years yeah. ago and have stored it in my brain
1: <laughs> I do not question
0: fives <laughs> like, when
1: they know something I'm like, okay, yes yes, you do
0: wow. the although baby shower did not know <laughs>
1: <laughs> I did just win an argument with one of my five friends that we have been having for several years now.
0: Oh wow! It's a Was Harry it about changing a light switch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's Harry Potter related. We don't oh. have to get into it. <laughs> but. Okay, but I just reread all the books and like had this realization that what I was saying all along was partially true and so I texted her with this whole explanation and she was like okay yeah you're right and I was like yes (laughs)
0: victory
1: (laughs) it was amazing
0: I bet it felt amazing Mm -hmm. I I bet it is amazing to be right I I would know (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Um. So, our next question, <laughs> my next question. <sighs> Gosh, Casey, <laughs> I could really use some Christian music recommendations, preferably something authentic and ethereal. Can you please help me? <laughs> okay. So, Matthew's just basically pulling things from our DMs to send yeah. questions. So, um, a really nice lady named Sarah sent me a DM saying... That my last, quote, Christian hipster music moment on the show led her to her new favorite Andrew Peterson song. Nice. So, I know. So, actually, yes, Matthew, I can help you. <laughs> Basically, don't listen to anything on your local CCM station. No, never. Never. <laughs> And yeah, I'll send you a playlist, which I've already done and you haven't listened to, so I don't even know why you're asking wow, me this. That is so rude.
1: <laughs> Did you really send him a playlist?
0: I sent him a Sarah Gross uh list of songs when nice. I when he let me talk about Sarah Groves on the podcast. <laughs> solidifying our forever friendship. Wow. <laughs> That's very sweet. So yeah, Sarah Groves, Andrew Peterson. Audrey Aside, Sandra McCracken. I really like Nicole Nordeman's newest album.
1: Oh. I haven't listened to her in forever.
0: I love her new album because there's just a definite there's some songs on it that are a little bit weird for me, but it's she I think it was maybe her first album when she has gone off label because she got a divorce and you oh. know, Christians reject people after they go through that. And, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just really good. It's just all about her her Christian growth through that. And it's great. Anyways, those are my recs. <laughs> Sweet. Well, I will
1: listen to them. Even you if Matthew t- you doesn't. You took my
0: Sarah Groves recommendation.
1: Yes. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I
0: think you took one song and play it every day. Well, <laughs> okay.
1: No, but it's more than that. Yes, do I listen to... It's Going to Be Alright, on loop, often, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, but I also have listened to that hymns album,
0: like, a hundred times. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. That is a good one. Yeah. I want, I want like, that to be my ministry. I just want people to text me and tell me what they're going through, and I'll just give them a song. A that's really song. great. Yeah. I can, I can do it for anything you're facing.
1: <laughs> yeah. And my... <laughs> Ministry is just morphing everything that anyone talks to me about into the Enneagram, so.
0: It's great. <laughs> really blesses we all people. all have our gifts. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what's your next question that you're going to edit? <laughs> how am I going to edit this? Um,
1: okay. <laughs> but I really don't know how.
0: Did David have inappropriate sexual relations with Jonathan. Jonathan.
1: Okay. Y slash slash N.
0: Well, okay.
1: To be honest, I wouldn't put it past David. He's just yeah. that kind of guy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so. hmm
1: um, mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think...
0: I think that (laughs) men are so afraid of intimacy with other men in a deep way Mm -hmm. that everything that is read about that has to be turned sexual. Yes. Because they don't know how to process intimacy outside of sex.
1: Oh my gosh. Preach. (laughs) I could literally talk about this forever. Oh,
0: well, here we go. (laughs) Here we go. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I just, I mean, I just notice it in my life that, like, basically, nearly none of the men I know have as deep of friendships with other men as Mm -hmm. I have with women. Mm -hmm. And, like, they they may hang out with each other, but it's, like, to play video games Mm -hmm. or board games or go shooting or hunting mm-hmm. or something. <laughs> and it's, there's nothing wrong with doing activities, but, like, right. they they just don't, like, just sit and have a deep conversation or something.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, like, I don't think that there's anything inherently gendered about that. I think that's just, like, a depth of relationship thing mm-hmm. where you, like, mm-hmm. want to share with each other. Right. And I feel like... I mean, just in our society, like, men just don't know how to relate to each other on, like, an emotional level.
0: Right. For whatever yeah. reason.
1: But it's really rare when they do.
0: Yeah. No, I hear you. And so. I think that any, any time that we see that, we should celebrate it. And, yeah. like, the, when you see men, m- like, moving towards that, it should be celebrated. But I think more often, it's, like made fun of
1: yeah you know and that probably I'm sure that like that discourages men Mm -hmm. from like having close friendships or having it look like you have a close friendship or something Mm but I'm just like man you guys are missing out
0: like Mm -hmm.
1: deep friendship like intimacy in friendship Mm -hmm. is like yeah so wonderful and it's like Mm -hmm. how that's like a part of friendship it's what we're designed for
0: exactly so i bet yeah. he didn't think he was gonna get that answer <laughs> <I bet>. <laughs> <laughs> a little snarky question yeah <laughs> i love it yeah oh okay. i'm excited for this next question casey why are all men horny but not women <laughs> This is hilarious. A loaded question. This is also based on a DM conversation, which <laughs> okay. I'm not going to get into right now. Oh, dang it. Um, yeah, I think that men and women are both horny to varying degrees mm-hmm. <laughs> across the genders. Yep. Uh, yeah. So... Maybe they're
1: horny because they're not experiencing deep, intimate <laughs> friendships like they should be.
0: Right. <laughs> so all of their
1: energy and affection is just going to a different place.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, because the purpose of sex is connection, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it makes you think. I mean, obviously it's not the only purpose. Please don't, well, actually, me, yeah. people. <laughs> well, actually, it's, um, you
1: can make babies. <laughs>
0: Uh anyways, so yeah, I'm not gonna say anything more about that on this episode. But maybe we'll dig Good. into it at another time when we have a formal segment planned. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Alright. Good <laughs> Here job, we go. little girl. <laughs> that was impressive. Thanks.
1: Yeah. I've never tried to do that before. So.
0: Okay, yeah. would you like to read some, answer some Dear Abby questions since we didn't get many listener questions yes. before we move on? I would. To, okay. Okay, I'm going to read you the titles and you can tell me which one you want to do. Okay. Hold on. We have, Happy Smartphone User stop Short of Becoming an Addict. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. Next one. <laughs> friend's new wife overshares about couple's married life. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we have roommates' presence complicates friends with benefits.
1: <laughs> Ooh.
0: Yeah. Or Oh, this is so good. This might be my favorite one. Hosting overnight guests proves prickly for family with six cats.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh!
0: It's my future.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which one would you like?
1: Um, I think the the roommate friends with okay. benefits
0: one. I think that's okay. the one
1: I could speak to the most.
0: Dear Abby, dear. Bethany Perkins. Perk <laughs> City. I've been, I've been sitting, spending time with a certain gentleman for more than five years. I am in love with him. Wow. We, dated at, we dated at first, then became friends with benefits, which sounds like a downgrade. We. He had another woman move in with him a few years ago, but we are still friends with benefits, and he has become my best friend. He listens when I need someone to talk to <laughs> and knows... Oh. He And knows how to give a good pep talk when I need one. We talk several hours a day and text throughout the day. I know in my heart we are meant to be together. He tells me he loves me, Hmm. but says he can't ask the other woman to move out because she doesn't have anywhere to go until (laughs) she makes the person living in her house move out. (laughs) What? How? How do I talk to him about this? Oh
1: my. Okay, I take back what I said. I can't relate to this at all. That's not what I thought was going to happen. Okay, wait. That's not his roommate, that's his girlfriend?
0: So, the lady writing wants the roommate to move out so she can move in, I think? But they're not together. She's not with this guy. She's not with him, but didn't she
1: say that the guy is in a relationship?
0: No. No? No, he uh, He just has another woman living with him. Okay. Oh, maybe she is. He had another woman move in with him a few years ago. But we are still friends with benefits. (laughs) I don't know... I, this is such a dysfunctional
1: situation. And mm-hmm. her question is, how can I talk with him? How
0: do I talk to him about this? Just freaking After- talk to him. I don't know. <laughs> just- she says, we talk several hours a day and text throughout the day. <laughs> Sounds like a perfect opportunity to bring it up.
1: Okay. Yeah. You just need to splash some cold water on your face. Uh
0: huh. Realize... Uh-huh.
1: Just wake up from this really dysfunctional <laughs> situation you've been. Really,
0: this is living. Yeah,
1: she's in love with him, and she's settling for friends with benefits while he mm-hmm. lives with another woman.
0: Mm, mm. I don't even know. <laughs> that was a good sigh. <laughs> yeah. We dated at first. Then became friends with benefits.
1: So he's just using you. He won't be in a relationship with you. How does she
0: not see that?
1: She's probably codependent. Uh Uh-huh. And Yeah, just overlooking Mm -hmm. all of these red flags. And I was like, I just don't know how to talk to him about getting this other woman to move out. Uh
0: Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: Like, that's the main issue. I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's great. So yeah. I, I I read so many of these questions today. Just like, wow. First of all, do you not have someone else in your life that you can ask for right? stuff to? That's what I
1: always think about these things. It's like, don't you just have like a friend?
0: Right. Or like okay,
1: a mom or something?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Anybody. <laughs> Okay, friend, dear, dear, dear Abby slash Perk City slash Casey, (laughs) my husband's best friend remarried a couple of years ago, and the new wife is a handful. When we, (laughs) this is so good, when we get together, she's as free spirit, free spirited and open as you can get sexually (laughs) okay went whoa (laughs) she she hangs on her husband like a magnet grabbing at him provocatively and letting everyone know anything and everything about her sexual attraction and their sex life at first it was funny since they were newlyweds but it isn't funny any longer frankly it's nauseating (laughs) i would like to get together more often minus the x-rated show i'm concerned here we go I'm concerned that if I say something, and everyone knows I don't usually bite my tongue, it will cause a major rift between all of us. I don't want to keep my husband from his best friend. Any advice? (laughs) Wow. I don't understand what kind of lives people are (laughs) leading. I don't either. Um,
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Why don't you take a stab at this one?
0: Well, I think that maybe this lady is a little bit insecure Mm. about her own sex life and attraction to her husband and maybe is worried that her husband is, mm, (laughs) I don't know, like, seeing this and wishing that they had something different. I mean, because what's Uh, this... Is this lady really putting on an X-rated show? (laughs) Like, come on. Yeah, maybe they just have... Well,
1: it's hard to say, like, they just have a lot of PDA, or is she, like, feeling him up in front of everyone?
0: (laughs) (laughs) And then, if it's making you uncomfortable, why wouldn't you just say it? Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. because that's really awkward to be like hey like in a room full of people you guys are making me feel uncomfortable i well, don't I'm know not that i would you have say to do that, it in but... a
0: room full of people oh yeah. yeah i guess <clears throat> yeah so strange <laughs> yeah
1: yeah, but, like, if it's really bothering you and you're gonna keep hanging out with them, then just probably right. say something about it.
0: Or if you can't be, them, join them. I feel them, like there's them. probably not anybody listening to this podcast that can relate to that <laughs> no, question. not at all. <laughs> not at okay. all. Okay. <laughs> Alright, let's do one more and then we'll move on to the Mad Libs. Okay, I love this one so much. It's the most self-important thing I've ever read. Great. Dear Abby, I have a smartphone, and I love its convenience. I check my email, text, and voicemail three or four times a day and always try to respond promptly, but I do not carry my phone with me every moment of the day. Good for you. Some (laughs) family members insist That the polite thing to do is to return a text message or voicemail, all caps, immediately. (laughs) They carry their phones with them and constantly interrupt whatever they they are involved with to answer the phone, send a text, etc. For my birthday, (laughs) one one relative gave me a little pouch on a string so I could wear my phone around my neck wherever wherever I went. Because she texted me one day early in the afternoon saying she wanted to drop by, but I didn't see her respond to it until dinner time. Is making oneself available every moment of the day and night now required for good manners? (laughs) Signed, not a phone addict. Not a phone addict like the rest of you losers. (laughs) (laughs) This is the best because... She knows the answer to this. I'm yeah. assuming it's a she. Yeah. She just wanted to make her point. Mhm. Oh <laughs> my gosh. Get, I want to get a little pouch with a string to wear around my neck for my phone. <laughs> that would be perfect. Yeah. It would be so convenient. But I won't have to constantly be taking it out of my pocket.
1: Can you imagine, like, how passive-aggressive that family is?
0: Like, that's kind of a passive-aggressive
1: gift to get someone. Like, Uh you didn't respond to my text one time, so, like, here, (laughs) wear your phone. And then she's writing to some complete, like, third-party, like, Mm. I'm just so not addicted to my phone, and everyone's so (laughs) mad at me.
0: (laughs) It's so good. Oh, oh man. So good. Gosh, I just wish we could help her, but... I i really feel like we're the ones who need help, though. Don't you think? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like,
1: I'm so addicted to my phone. I just always, like, take it with me and, like, always, like, respond to people's text messages. So. How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> I really am addicted to my phone, though.
0: Like, I'm not gonna lie i am (laughs) i think that most of us are yeah um yeah it's just i don't know it's how you stay in touch with people now and it's nice to be able to stay in touch with people not through letters
1: Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) yeah um you and i would never have talked i know without phones and internet so it's true this podcast would not exist
1: that is true. All
0: right. So, well, you have prepared a Mad Lib, which I'm so excited about. Man, I'm excited <laughs> and
1: slightly nervous.
0: Don't be nervous. Okay. I I guarantee that I know my parts of speech better than Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> um, this was just, like, way too hard.
1: Like... Mm-hmm. it was harder than I expected it to be to make one okay okay so I hope it turns out well I googled a lot of words just to make sure I knew what kind of word <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh we just got another question oh yay. should we answer it yeah before we move on to Mad Libs okay hold yeah. on wow rich coming in hot all right I mean pastor rich Matthew, just make that say Pastor Rich. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay, questions. How does small talk work? Why is it necessary? Related. How does flirting work? I am Hmm. often told after attempted small talk that I was being flirted with or appeared to be flirting while being unaware and horrified that either might even be potentially happening. I love my (laughs) wife. (laughs) Oh what gosh. is what is the intersectionality of small talk and flirting? Is Related. So is it possible to live a fulfilling life without talking to anyone ever? Related. Can you die from crippling social anxiety? <laughs> talking on the pastor. phone. Talking on the phone is the worst. Yeah. I love I... all of these questions so much. Okay, I'm so, so glad that Um, He sent them.
1: We gotta break these down one by one.
0: Hold on. Okay. Okay. How does small talk work? It doesn't. It's the worst. Next question. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) No, go ahead. You answer that. You're probably way better at it.
1: No, but what I do is I just skip from small talk into like really personal stuff. Like <laughs> there is something about me where people who are talking to me just feel inclined to share like really personal things with me.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: I don't know. I don't usually get stuck in small talk very much unless I'm just being like really guarded and I just really don't want to talk
0: to That's someone. so interesting because that is sounds like the total opposite of what i want to do <laughs> when i'm talking to someone yeah that i don't really know yeah well i mean to
1: be fair it's probably never fives who just start sharing <laughs> personal things with me the first time they ever meet me yeah probably
0: me. not so i think small talk probably is necessary to like I mean, it does help you get to know people, right? You can't mm-hmm. – there are things that you can talk about on surface level that helps you connect, right? Yeah. Without yeah, right. going super deep. And the more, like, the more small talk you're able to have, you kind of can gauge, is this a person that I'm actually going to be able to have a friendship with? Yeah. It helps
1: you, like – get comfortable, build trust with the other person, just kind of feel them out. Yeah. So. Yeah.
0: Okay. How does flirting work? <laughs> <laughs> I really like Such this a question, question because I feel this question. When you're, like, socially a little bit awkward and you're trying to be friendly with people, how do you know... If it comes across as flirting, I don't know the answer to that. I don't know either. I feel like flirting
1: is just such a thing that you're just not really aware of. Okay. Because, like, I never just set out when I'm talking to someone to flirt with them. I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm never like, okay, I'm really going to flirt with this person. I'm sure people do that.
0: But, I don't know. According to the dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Flirting is behaving as though attracted or trying to attract someone, but for amusement rather than with serious intentions. Which makes it sound like a predatory thing, kind of. <laughs> like, you're just... Why can't yeah.
1: flirting be with serious intentions? What is it called when you do that same thing, but it is with serious intentions.
0: I don't know. I don't like I have, this definition. I have not tried to attract a mate in <laughs> decades. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So, the intersectionality of small talk and flirting would be, uh...
1: I'm sure that, they intersect a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> But, I mean, don't, just don't be worried about it. Like, if you're really <laughs> worried that every time you're having small talk, you might
0: accidentally be flirting with someone, yeah, I don't think that's very likely. But so. if you're also a pastor and you've been told oh, yeah. that your attempted small talk appeared flirtatious, then that's probably troubling, that's so crazy to me like yeah i don't know i don't know either anytime <laughs> this I is just my, my co- wife. this is my
1: that's confession what to do is like interject that statement into every small talk so that there's no confusion <laughs> just like hey that's not like, awkward at all how's your day going like wow it's really gotten cold outside i
0: love my wife That's perfect. Yeah. I think that that is perfect, actually. You solved it. I did. Is it possible to live a fulfilling life without talking to anyone ever?
1: No. (laughs) It's not.
0: Uh, Talking on the phone is the worst. Yes. Yes. Agreed. It is. I do hate it. Every time my dad calls me, he's like, are you okay? And I just want to be like... (laughs) No, I'm not. You refuse to just text me this one (laughs) sentence that you're about to say to me. Yeah. And every time my phone rings, I have four people that want to know who it is and can they talk to them? Can I say hi? Can we FaceTime? Oh, yeah. So.
1: (laughs) Yep. And I'm a millennial, so we just, like, the art of talking on the phone will die with my generation.
0: Yeah, probably. I'm sure of it. Yeah. I don't answer the phone unless it's somebody that I know. And even then, sometimes I'm like, nope, sorry, not now. (laughs) I don't have a problem
1: with talking. Like, I'll voice text, I'll do Marco Polo and Taco. I'm sorry,
0: I'm the worst Marco Polo friend. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. (laughs)
1: It's all good.
0: I don't have a problem talking either with the few people that I've deemed comfortable yeah. <laughs> to talk to. Yeah,
1: but like, I don't know, something about the phone is just, it's in real time and it's just mm-hmm. awkward yes. and yeah. I
0: hate we've it. We've gotten, we've like conditioned ourselves to have time to respond and to edit our responses. Yeah. When that's we're not face to face with someone, you know? Yeah. So I think that probably has something to do with it. Yeah. But shout out to Pastor Rich, who is ministering to people as yeah. an introvert. You're doing great. <laughs> you are doing and great. And you
1: love your wife. And we, we know all this. know it. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Back to our Mad Libs.
1: Mad Libs. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. I'm hoping that this isn't too long. I really only took, like, a couple paragraphs from a longer article, so... Yeah, it'll be fine. Okay. So, I need an abstract noun. Okay. Um,
0: friendship. Mm Hmm. Um, okay. Not that?
1: Well... It'll work, but maybe too well.
0: Oh, you know what I mean? Peacefulness? (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Also. Okay. Uh. Hold on. (laughs) I'm sorry. Uh. War. Oh, perfect. Okay. Okay. Um. Verb. I had to go on adjectives.com. Okay, what? <laughs> go ahead. Verb. Um, plow. <laughs> um I- I'm okay. going full Matthew Pierce on these words. I'm so happy.
1: <laughs> I should say now this is this is an article from Desiring God too. I can't wait. So, yeah. I can't wait. Um adjective.
0: Plush. Plural noun. A plural noun. Priests. <laughs>
1: okay. Um, another adjective and
0: another plural noun. Okay. Slimy. Mason jars. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, a length of time.
0: Seventy five years. Okay. an adjective
1: bountiful okay um a verb ending in ing
0: puking <laughs> <laughs> okay sorry no it's great going to do licking <laughs>
1: Oh, well, uh, the Bible next one.
0: Favorite word. <laughs> the next one is
1: another <laughs> verb ending in ING, so I'll put wicking.
0: Okay, perfect.
1: Uh, adjective. Mm-hmm. Dewey. Dewey. It's great. <laughs> uh, ver... Wait. Uh, Hold on. That one. Nah. Nope. Sorry. Somebody... <laughs> <laughs> like repeated a bunch, so oh, gotcha, using gotcha. things you've said before. Gotcha. Um uh, past tense
0: verb. Past tense. consummated <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay. <laughs> um and then another past tense verb. <laughs>
0: um slammed.
1: <laughs> sorry no don't be uh noun doorknob i am not going to be able to read this without laughing
0: <laughs> good that's the point verb oh another verb okay <laughs> uh. <laughs> jump <laughs>
1: Uh, one more verb. Paint. Um, a type of person.
0: Hipster. Does that work? Yes. Okay. Noun. Oh my goodness, we're still
1: going. <laughs> I know, there's a,
0: quite a few left. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: It'll
0: be um, worth it Ceiling fan. Let's to start naming stuff I'm seeing now. <laughs>
1: That's good. Um, a place that you visit regularly.
0: Starbucks. Okay. Adverb. Drunkenly.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, mm Um, plural noun. Oh, goodness. Dresses. (gasps) Dresses?
0: Yeah, like dresses
1: that you wear. (laughs) Um, another plural noun.
0: Mm. Minivans. (laughs) 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 Location. The bedroom floor. No. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's good. Okay, do it then.
1: Yeah. Um, Okay, I need three different types of people. Okay.
0: Homeschoolers. Okay. Mm, Social justice warriors. Okay. And i (laughs) don't say that that was mean um (laughs) phone addicts Ooh, good
1: okay this is the last one plural noun okay airboats airboats
0: airboats do you know what an airboat is uh no is that a florida thing oh yeah it's a boat that has an airplane engine on it and oh. you take it through the swamps and they're loud and I don't really understand the point of them but it's a thing
1: okay it's... I feel like I can visualize that in my mind <laughs> just didn't know what it was called
0: okay. okay
1: so this excerpt from the think piece is called moms need war Two <laughs> <laughs>
0: What's the original word?
1: (laughs) Moms need theology, too.
0: Oh, beautiful. Moms need war, too. Okay, go. (laughs) Yep, moms need war, too.
1: What's (laughs) the first thing you plow of when you hear the word war? Do you think of plush priests or slimy mason jars from 75 years ago? Or perhaps bountiful sermons? Mm. If you had to choose between... Puking war and licking <laughs> And licking a book on dewy tips for your daily life, which would you choose? <laughs> for many of us moms, the mere thought of puking war seems way beyond what our daily life can handle we might think at this stage in my life I can't learn war <laughs> <laughs> my life is consummated and slammed with the daily duties of motherhood <laughs> true <laughs> perhaps we think that our doorknob might be better s- <laughs> <laughs> might be better spent reading up on ways to jump our children <laughs> Sorry. <I said> just... <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Perhaps we think that our doorknob might be better spent reading up on ways to jump our child paint <laughs> <laughs> or on the best nutritional choices for our growing hipster. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Or on how to keep our preschooler from throwing a ceiling fan in the middle of the Starbucks.
0: (laughs) That's a great visual.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So good. But the truth is, we drunkenly need more. (laughs) For all our daily duties of motherhood, we need war for bedtime dresses, (laughs) feeding (laughs) minivans, the bedroom floor, and everything else in between. (laughs) (laughs) Moms, war isn't just for homeschoolers, social justice warriors, and phone addicts. It's for you, too. And it's not for another stage of life. It's vital for you right here now in the airboats of your daily life as a mom.
0: Oh, so good. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. War. War. What is it good for? (laughs) For your bedtime dresses. Oh, so good. See how
1: peacefulness and friendship would have just yeah, been yeah it just
0: didn't work
1: yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow that was beautiful
1: that was beautiful
0: <laughs> i appreciate that and also i'm so glad i'm not a frequent reader of <laughs> desiring god i mean oh. but how would
1: you ever know that theology is for you <laughs> if you never read that yeah because like women like can't preach or teach or anything, <laughs> but it's important for them to know that they can learn theology.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, of course. Yeah. Can get super smart about it and indoctrinate yeah. the most impressionable humans, the children. But it stops there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Oh that was so good, so good amazing.
0: It is amazing to be right i I would know. <laughs> yeah.